Rusty Quill presents. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, welcome to the penultimate episode of Season 9 of Woebegone. Time sure does keep moving forward. If only there were something that we could do about that. Anyway, quick plugs. At the top of an earlier episode, I said that I would play Nancy Drew, and I am playing Nancy Drew, specifically The Secrets of Shadow Ranch, over on my Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash It's been a lot of fun, and chat is able to direct me when I would otherwise get lost, so check that out if you want some Nancy Drew action. And if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon at patreon.com slash woe underscore begone where you can get early access to ad-free episodes, instrumental, soundtrack albums, Q&As, director's commentaries, postcards, movies with Michael, and more. Speaking of commentaries, I just did a commentary for $10 patrons for Intermission 13, in which I say that there will be a beach episode once the Patreon reaches $1,500. The Patreon is currently close to $1,300, so if you want to make me a man of my word, consider donating over there. That's patreon.com slash underscore begone. And if you don't donate, I will make all of the characters go to the beach that makes you old. Special thanks to my 10 newest patrons. Ha! Twink, Sam DeLuca, Sorcerer's Homie, Michelle Banquid, Disney She, Percy, Eli Rubin, James Kane, Casey Duffy, Mothra Stewart for supporting the show. And a quick shout out to my 11th newest patron, whose name is now I am the number one Hunter Hartley Defender first and Latvia Mike Stan second. Wow, you can really keep typing what's up with that? Parentheses sigh. Enjoy. Warning this episode contains a depiction of violence. Listener discretion is advised. What the fuck? Where the hell am I? Mike? Ty Betteridge? Ty fucking Betteridge? (laughs) Uh, At at your service. (laughs) Hello? Oh, no, 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 no. You untie me this instant, you fucking dweeb. Is this a flinch eye compound? Looks like shit. Congrats on your steel reinforced shitbox. Fuck do you want anyway? I'm not gonna let you make a bunch of copies of me like you did with Mike. The hell you do to this one? Dress him up like a cowboy? <gasps> I was having such a good day, a normal day, doing my patrol route at over, and then you kidnap me. People are gonna ask questions, you know. Powerful people even. They'll know I'm missing, and then they're gonna come after you. So I hope you like bureaucracy, because there's gonna be hell to pay. Cool your jets, Marissa. Ties with me. 
we're gonna explain everything. You're in our mission safe room. You ain't in any danger. Hold your horses. <sighs> the fuck is going on, Mike? What's with the voice? Is this some kind of experiment that he's doing on you? Some cowboyification? Blink twice if you need help. The name's Michael. Thank you very kindly. And I chose the cowboy life. We're rustling up a posse, you see. The correction that the hunters issued a while back did a lot more than they said it did. Changed a lot of important events, killed a lot of good people, and put the hunters in charge of the base. Unfortunately for them, they left behind a couple stragglers like me and outlaw Ty here who remember how it used to be. Oh my god, don't tell me you're going to put him in charge. No, of course I'm not in charge. I only want to return to the previous iteration. Michael and I have the same goal. My project at the compound has been discontinued as a result of the hunter shenanigans. All of the ties are gone. I'm a wanted man. I just want to get back to how things were. Marissa, back in my iteration, the hunters weren't in charge of base. We all ran it together. Edgar and Anne were the brains of the operation, and folks like you and me were out in the field doing experiments, strengthening the technology, kicking ass. Cool. Who's Edgar? Edgar was, uh, my husband, uh, Mike's husband. H made Mikey kill him at the start of this correction. Love of his life. A lot of them missions you've been on were to take out our allies that were causing trouble for the hunters. Folks we used to know. Folks I still know. Now I understand that you don't got a dog in this fight like I do. For all I know, you don't mind a lick if the hunters are running the place, but what you got- <laughs> Nah, fuck that guy. Who the hell does Hunter Hartley think he is? First, the man gets promoted to Tier 2, even though we both applied for the position at the same time. Uh, two- that asshole doesn't even take his job seriously. His route? Busy work. Mine actually important. I'm the last line of defense in front of Tier 2. If something gets in there, then the shit hits the fan. 3. The man's not qualified to run a ham sandwich, let alone base. No wonder he fucked up a correction. You said Anne was running it? Yeah, I could see that. She had at the place organized and on schedule, that's for sure. So yeah, you can count me in, Michael. To reiterate, <laughs> you do understand that the Hunters hold an enormous amount of power here because we're essentially living in a reality that they constructed, correct? There will be consequences to undermining him. It's going to be complete sabotage. No sweat. Bring it on. You know, as long as I get to blow something up. You're sure? Eh, fuck it. If I have to choose between Hunter and Cowboy Michael, I'll pick the Cowboy. He is a Cowboy in the other iteration, you know. Oh, ye freaking ha. All the more reason to get back there, then. Marissa, I appreciate your enthusiasm. It's wonderful. But I feel that I must emphasize that what we are doing is dangerous. People could die. I dare say that someone will die. Eh, what's the diff? It's already dangerous going on missions for H. I'm a big fan of blowing stuff up, don't get me wrong, but a mission every single week is a little too much for me. I broke two ribs on the last mission he sent me on. Okay, so... I may have been going a little fast and crashed my patrol card into somebody, but, you know, if they didn't want me to go that fast, they wouldn't have made it that easy to take off the piece that limits how fast you can go, and I did it for his stupid mission anyway, so. Hey, uh, speaking of speeding around in that cart, you remember a fella named Ravi? He worked with you in the other iteration. Nope. Who's that? 
My intel suggests that Ravi was helping base work against the Hunter takeover before the previous iteration ended. Ravi ended up in our orbit because he used to work alternating shifts with you at Over. Mm, so if things go right, you're saying that I'll have someone to cover my off days at work. In the past, at least you'll have some extra help. Well, well, the pod just got sweeter then. I can see why she was your first choice, Michael. Yeah, she's a scrapper. Hmm, gonna be a little hard to help if I'm still tied to this chair, though. Oh, yeah, sorry, we just, we don't know how people are gonna react when they show up. I'll get you out of there. So, Marissa is greenlit? Yeah, we're good to go. Oh, wonderful. I will change her participation status in my spreadsheet. So, what's the plan? Is it just gonna be the three of us, one for each hunter? So, I call dibs on the oldest one. He always creeps me the hell out. Nah, we ain't fighting the hunters head on. Won't work. Tried it before. We gotta be more clever. I have written up an extensive mission briefing document for you to peruse while we prepare. It explains our understanding of this iteration, contains a description of the previous iteration, and how we plan to use this mission to change the latter into something more closely resembling the former. And you're gonna get tired of hearing about this damn mission briefing by the end of it because we're handing it out to everyone. Long story short is we're rustling us up a posse. We're going down the list, interviewing everyone, starting with you, putting them into categories. Green means we're good to go. Blue means we're leaving them alone, and red is trouble. We need all the help we can get, and since you're on board, I suppose next up is Charlie. No. Nope. Absolutely not. Not in a million fucking years. You leave Charlie out of this. She is not involved in Hunter's nonsense, and it is going to stay that way, or so God help me, I am out of here. You got it? Charlie would want to fight, Marissa. Especially since we got you on our side. She would want to fight, and she would kick so much ass at it. She would annihilate any loser stupid enough to stand in her way, and oh my god, she would look so good doing it. But I'm not gonna let you put her in danger. I'm drawing a line in the sand here. You said people were going to die, and I don't care how small a risk is. I'm not doing that to Charlie. Alright. Ta, take Charlie off the list. Consider it done. Marissa in the green column, Charlie in the blue column. Besides, we need someone to avenge our deaths and set things right if something happens and uh, you fuck this up, Mikey boy. That's a really good idea, actually. Marissa, can you leave Charlie some sort of instructions, some sort of break-in-case-of-glass-type stuff? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll leave her some break-in-case-of-glass-type stuff. You know what I mean. Can you do it? Eh, no prob. It's not like she'll ever even see it, though, because we're going to knock this shit out on our first try. I'd like to think so. That's the spirit, Marissa. Alright, looks like everything's turning up Michael. So, who's next?
How did I, uh, Michael? Привет, мамишка. Howdy, Boris. Welcome to the safe house. Have you taken me from apartment? Where did you take me? And this is your friend from hallway. Hello. Ty, uh, Ty Betteridge. Nice to see you again. And, uh, and who is this uh, friend of yours with the shotgun? Marissa Ng. But uh, one false move and you can call me Picasso. <laughs> I like your friend, Michael. She is protective. Uh, there is no need to worry. No false moves from me. I think I understand what is happening. Pleased to meet you, Marisa. Uh, that is impressive collection of weapons on the wall behind you. Uh, Michael, I thought you didn't even have rifle, just pistol. This whole place, arms and all, is on loan from a friend. Your friend? He's, uh, your friend is dead, yes? What tipped you off? It was in your eyes. So now we are assassinating men who killed your friend. Not exactly. It is more complicated than that, I'm afraid. Killing the person responsible wouldn't have the intended effect. Ah, because of time travel, yes? Correct. Uh, Michael, uh, how much does he know exactly? Maybe he could just see the time travel in your eyes, Pilgrim. I don't know what Boris knows. My Boris knew more than he should have, but that was in my iteration. So, uh, Boris, that Michael that weren't a cowboy that was living in the apartment, that weren't me. So we're wondering what he told you when he was living there. You are not cowboy, Michael? I am. And uh, are you telling me you did not say about organization? No, sir, I did not. Ah, then there are two cowboys. When you visited and you were not cowboy, you would not talk about time travel. When you were cowboy, you would talk about time travel. And I know about your travel through time and your organization in America working at uh, Over. Um, you do not remember this conversation? This iteration of you and this iteration of me ain't never spoke before. Uh, then there are two cowboys. Uh, can you please put the gun down? You can lower your weapon, Marissa. <sighs> Alright, fine. But I got my eye on you. She is a good friend to you, Michael. Enthusiastic, ain't she? Could there be another iteration of you somewhere out there, Michael? It would be news to me. Got any spares left in your torture compound, Ty? Nope. Compound killed them all. We were doing important research, but alas, no. There are no longer any Mikes in the compound. Or Ties, for that matter. None of the remaining Michaels in the compound were cowboys anyway. I don't think the compound is the origin point for the second cowboy. Well, he didn't just blow in on a tumbleweed. So what did this other cowboy tell you, Boris? Cowboy Michael explained that there are many Mikes and Michaels because they are all traveling through time. I knew there were many Mikes. I'm not blind. Two Mikes rent apartment from me. One walks Bruno every day. Cowboy said that this time used to be different, much better for him. Mike had the loving husband Edgar and uh, Michael had cowboy August. They had power over time travel. Um, until someone, I don't know the name. That would be Hunter. Until Hunter changed everything and took over. Michael told me to prepare, that I might need to do my part to protect Mike. And I told him, 
Do not worry. If there is a fight, I will fight. I knew time was coming because Mike and his apartment became difficult to keep track of. Headache for their poor landlord. They would appear and disappear. My memory would begin to feel out of place. Sounds like this other cowboy told you all you need to know, pard. Sounds like he and I are from the same iteration of time and we're trying to get back there. Trying to put everything back in place. Which is why I thought uh, you both uh, brought me here to kill Hunter. Killing him won't return us to the other iteration of the timeline. I, I wrote a, a mission brief explaining everything we're doing and what effects we're hoping for it to have that you can read when we're done here. Yes, Ty. Everyone's gonna read your mission brief. Mm, I think we can still kill Hunter for good measure. We'll do what we gotta do with the Hunters if they catch wind of our plot. But they ain't the focus. Our mission is to break two folks out of jail, name a Ryan and Cannonball. It is an honor that you brought me here, Michael. You knew I would stand with you. If I didn't agree, you would have to kill me. Now, no, See, not necessarily. Ding, ding, ding. The plan would propagate. You cannot allow anyone who declines your offer to leave. If I say no, I could go to Hunter, or Hunter could get to me. There is no choice. Well, that's basically what propagation is. Boris is right. We can't bring anyone here that we aren't willing to kill if they say they don't want to do it. It would jeopardize the whole mission. Probably get us killed, too. Well, with that in mind, do you want to take anyone off the list, Michael? No. Untie Boris and mark him down as green in the spreadsheet. Reset the room. We'll get ready for the next people. Okay, so what have we done here? Right over left and left over right, and there you go. A spiceba. The shotgun. Did you get it off that wall? Yeah, pretty good, right? It's all kinds of cool shit up there. Hope you like grenades. Are we using grenades on mission? God, I sure hope so. And hey, there's a motorcycle in the garage. Before we ride to battle, I need at least one joyride on that thing. We ride into battle on motorcycle, perhaps, nah? Mm-hmm. I like how you think, Boris. <laughs> Spasiba. Alright, bringing in Chance and Shadow in three, two, one. Uh. Ryan, you there? Are you okay? Yeah. I'm here. Uh, where are we? Mike? It's Michael. You transported us? What is going on? I'm rustling up a posse. I need y'all's help on a mission. Did Hunter fuck up his correction so badly that you turned into a cowboy? He was trying to erase you. No, sir. I'm from another iteration. Sweet, if you grab both of us, why am I the only one tied to a chair? I was gonna make it so both y'all arrived tied up, but I couldn't find any rope that weren't already in use. This is asinine. Chris, I'm untying you. Should I stop him? Nah, let him do it. But keep your weapons up. These are not Chris and Ryan from Briefing, no? I thought their names were Chance. He told them our names are Chance and Shadow, babe. <sighs> of course he did. I don't even get it. They're the dogs from Homeward Bound. I know. But why? Look, there was already a Chris and Ryan involved in the whole equation back then, just like there is now. 
the reason I transported y'all here is we're rustling up a posse to break Ryan and Chris, alias Cannonball, out of the Flinchite compound. Can he not simply let them out? I don't work at the compound anymore. <sighs> That's all part of it. The hunters ruffled way too many feathers when they made their big show a little while back. Turns out that's what put them in charge of base. There's a whole other iteration where they ain't in charge. That's where I'm from. We're trying to get us all back there. That's why we brought you here. We are putting the hunters back in their place. And if we say that we're not interested? Then I'm sorry, but uh, we can't let you leave. We're weeding out folks who ain't interested. Permanently, if and you catch my drift. What, you're gonna shoot us? Marissa isn't going to shoot us. Oh, don't be so sure, but even if I don't, Boris might. <laughs> Would not be the first time I shot a person. And don't underestimate Ta, cold and clinical. You know, I don't really appreciate that characterization. But they do make an important point. We would have to ensure that you would never be able to propagate news about our plan. And dead folks don't propagate. So, is this just a hostage situation, or is there something in it for us if we cooperate? Y'all get some peace and quiet. How many missions has the hunter sent the two of you on? <sighs> we do our minimum of four per month, and then we get out of there. Uh, we try to get them out of the way early instead of doing one every week. We've only done three this month, because there hasn't been a good time for both of us to do the last one yet. That ain't no way to live. He's gonna keep grinding you under his boot as long as you'll let him pard. Y'all weren't doing near as much work at base before the correction. Not when me and Edgar were in charge. Edgar as in the guy from over? I explain it all in the briefing packet. Is this how Yellow feels? I ain't just offering going back to the way things were, though. I'm proposing that base cut you loose if and we come out on top. Y'all don't have to see us again if you don't wanna. You don't even gotta pop by and say howdy. Except for game night. That's mandatory. Well, we're gonna pass on game night. Marissa gets way too serious anyways. You cheat at Monopoly, Marissa. One time we let Marissa be the banker, and I'm pretty sure the game was over in like 15 minutes. Oh please, if you wanted to win, you should have cheated harder. Everyone cheats at Monopoly. I don't. I'm not afraid of cheater. I will win. Maybe we should get back on track here. So what? One last job and then we're out? Or you kill us on the spot? Do I have that right? Afraid so, partner. I still don't think they would do it. I can't say what Marissa or Boris would do, but Michael would do it. It would tear him up inside for the rest of his life, but he'd do it. He has done it to Mikey's before, so if that factors into your considerations, know that Michael would do it. Ta's right, you know. Chris, Ryan. What is the answer? Hey, look at that. He knows our names. We don't actually have a choice, and I resent you posing it to us as one. Are you on the team or not? He means that we're in. Glad to hear it. Now, I'm sorry to put the squeeze on y'all, but this is life or death for all of us. Y'all are part of the team now. Y'all stand to benefit too. That's why we brought you here. We're part of the team? Sure are, partner. Which one of us is Chris, and which one of us is Ryan? Um... Well, don't look at me. You told me to write Chance and Shadow in the plan documents. Chris was one tied up. What matters is we need all the help we can get. We gotta go break the other Chris and the other Ryan out of the compound if we want any chance of getting back to the other iteration. Or, or, 
if we want to stand any chance of getting out from under Hunter's shadow. <laughs> Boo! Get off the stage. Oh, go on. I couldn't help myself. Michael, are we officially ready to put these two in the green column? Yep, go ahead. Excellent. I have prepared some informational literature for everyone. That should clear up anything that wasn't covered in this meeting. Hmm, can't wait to read. Yes, that's what everyone says. Grab yourself a copy, head out that way up the stairs, and hang out in the living room for a minute. Slide's got his guitar hanging on the wall in there if y'all want to pick at it. I want everyone out of the room for the next one. Ty, you stick around. Marissa, Boris, y'all got somewhere y'all can go. So, motorcycle? <laughs> yes, motorcycle. Helmets are above the freezer in the garage. You kids be careful, you hear? So this is it. Hello, Michael. Hello, Ty. Nice place you've got here. Howdy, Anne. Good to see you. You knew that we were going to bring you here? I knew that something was in the works. I've been trashing all the surveillance data pointing your way so that Hunter doesn't have much to go on. You're welcome. Well, thank you very kindly. Not to mention that there are no other Ty Betteridges to be found. I knew something was going on there. Who all is here? So far, it's us and Chance and- Chris and Ryan. Right, uh, Chris and Ryan and Boris and Marissa. A ragtag bunch. No Charlie. Marissa forbade us. We decided to leave Charlie disconnected from all this in case of emergency. So, what's all happening? You're from another version of events where you become a cowboy. That much is clear, at least. Yeah, I mean, that's the iteration we were trying to get back to. That big correction that the hunters did a while back put them in charge and messed it all up. That was my understanding as well, though it was more of a hunch than anything. Is that all you're after? Control of base? The hunters killed Edgar in August. Control of base would bring him back and keep him safe. Edgar? Oh, Mikey killed Edgar. <sighs> oh, I wince every time someone says it. Edgar was Mike's husband, and uh, then August was, was my boyfriend after... Well, August was my boyfriend. It's all explained in a very informative packet I put together. I'm starting to understand. This correction was vindictive towards you, and the hunters run base into the ground across the next decade, according to the other ants. Base is just a stepping stone for them. And what do the other ants think about all this? They don't have strong opinions. The Mike stuff will play out how it plays out, and they don't want to engage with it if they can help it. But they won't stop you, if that's what you're asking. And they won't stop me from participating, if they could. Are you participating? I've already been participating. You and the other Mikes have been tripping flags for a little while now, and I've been making sure that no one notices. The Hunter's authority doesn't exactly mean much to me. Well, thank you. And it might not surprise you to learn that you were in charge of the base back in my iteration. Makes sense. Me and Edgar? Yup. Explains a lot. What about the remaining mics? We're calling them in right after this. They're last on the list. Ask Mike about why he was meeting with Hunter this morning at base. 
You're saying Mike was at base in Old Brush Valley this morning? He was. He seemed like he was hiding something, but I couldn't get a feel for what it was. Something important definitely happened behind closed doors. When I saw him, he and Mikey weren't fully on board with the plan yet. I'm hoping he'll change his too now that the gang's all here and we're raring to go. Let's hope you're convincing then. Things have a way of coming back around to him. I think that's why the hunters keep him around in the first place. Well, you can stick around and help with the convincing, if and you want. I'd like that. He's my fourth challenge prize, after all. <laughs> I need to see to his well-being. So, what do you think, Michael? Is that another one for the green column? Yup. Five down, two to go. Excellent. And there is a briefing packet waiting for you with an outline of our plans and what outcomes we're hoping to achieve so that you can familiarize yourself before the mission? Great. Are, uh, are you receptive to feedback? I have some ideas. Certainly. Glad to have you on the team, Anne. It's been smooth sailing so far, but we saved the hardest one for last. <laughs> Hunter, I... And oh. a mic check. One and two. Hey, everybody. I haven't had this many guns pointed at me since the third challenge. I mean, Marissa and Michael already had guns, but then we got jealous and wanted guns, so we just started iterating the guns. We have so many guns, I think we got a little carried away. No such thing as over-prepared. I don't know what's going on here, but this cowboy stranded us in the future. Whatever he told you, you can't believe him. And what were you doing in the future, Mike? Breaking protocol? He sure was. Well, what Michael did was explained in Ty's brief, which... I think we can all agree was very informative. I see. Yes, there were so yes. many puns in yes. it. Everyone's on the same page, Bard. We're reversing the hunter's correction whether you're with us or not, so better get with us. If you'd let me get a word in edgewise... Uh, we remember now, Michael. We remember, not everything, but something happened inside of Tier 3, and now me and Mike remember... Edgar. You were inside of Tier 3? Yeah. After this cowboy stranded us in the future, there was another cowboy working inside of Tier 3. He took us to the boulders, but something went wrong at the second location and he died. What went wrong at the second location? Uh, what? He died. Well, sounds like everything went alright to me. Of course he died. That is the cost of using the second location. It's an extremely powerful and closely guarded emergency beacon. You have to be willing to make an enormous sacrifice to use it. Couldn't he just have made an iteration do it? I wouldn't be surprised if that was accounted for somehow. I'm no expert, but the Boulder Communications device is of great interest to the compound. We didn't learn where the second location was, but we uncovered some documents pertaining to its use. It sounds to me like everything went according to plan, Mike. So, uh, what happened next? We lost communication with Michael, the boulders shut off, I guess, and then we were sent back to this present. And at what point did y'all remember Edgar? That was before the boulders. We were trying to sneak out of Tier 3 because we didn't trust Michael. We made it as far as Tier 2, and then suddenly we were snapped back into Tier 3 with the memories. Mm, you probably never left Tier 3... Tier 3 contains a generative spatial technology that can create all sorts of paths and buildings. It's quite difficult to transport anything in or out of there because it's, uh, well, it's like a moving target. 
You were probably tricked into thinking that you were going where you intended to go. Again, it sounds like the plan worked out perfectly. You remember Edgar, and you're back here in time to help correct the timeline. That was the point, correct? The point of Michael taking us to the boulders, you mean? I guess so. And is that why you looked so off after meeting with Hunter today? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess you saw me? Mikey and I s- split up this morning. Uh, I took the calculator and went to see Hunter, and then Mikey went to go to see Ty, but I assume it's explained in the packet what happened there. Hey. Did you walk Bruno? Boris, of course I walked Bruno. I traversed time and space to give that puppy a walk, and I'd do it again. And what did Hunter say in your meeting? Well, as you all probably know, our Michael was erased, and H acknowledged that our Michael was erased, but he said it was a corrective error and that they were working on fixing it. Yeah, right. But he said that that wasn't what was intended to happen, which is why we all remember him. <laughs> bullshit. It is bullshit. And I had to sit there and watch H give me orders, knowing what he did to us and him not knowing that I know. So I had to push it down and pretend not to be rattled. And then I used the calculator and came back home. And then nothing much happened, and now we're here. Meanwhile, I'm on a solo road trip to Yarmala, and I get there and there's no more ties at the compound. I got some pictures from one of the ties who was supposed to be helping with this, actually, but I don't get it. Like, what's a picture of an elephant and a dog being best friends supposed to, you know, tell me? Oh, that was for me, I think. Well, not me specifically, but any of us who managed to get out. He must have sent that on the way to neutralization. How tragic. Uh, Thanks for telling me about that, Mikey. Yeah, uh, any time. All right, well, now y'all remember. Whole base is here. We're ready for a fight. We even got Boris with us. We got a plan, courtesy of Outlaw Tie here. Are you ready, Mike? Mikey. Hey, don't worry. It isn't just Ty's plan. I've got some notes. And we've got grenades. And we're tired of being underground. Can you please just say you're in so we can go back upstairs? We get claustrophobic easily. Weapons we will put down if you agree. Then put down your weapons already. We're in, of course we're in. And Chance, uh, Chris is right. There are way too many people down here. I'm getting claustrophobic too, so the sooner we can head upstairs, the better. It's decided then. Green? We'll talk about the spreadsheet once we're upstairs. The real planning starts now. So everyone head up there, take a breather. We'll regroup this evening and start hammering down them plans. Deal. Uh, Let's do it. Of course. Let's go, girls. I'll see y'all upstairs. Mike, can you hang back a minute? Uh, Yeah. Do you need me as well, Michael? No, go upstairs, Ty. Yeah, all right. So, let's go, people. Work to do. Hey, want to get back on the bike? Of course. He said uh, it belonged to his boyfriend. Another cowboy? Yeah, never met the guy, but I guess so. Can't believe we got in this mess. We were already in a mess. You want to try that first aid kit song again? Yes. I think I understand the harmonies now. Think this will be any harder than the third challenge? Harder than my third challenge? Yeah. Harder than your third challenge? (laughs) No, not by a long shot. Remember when it was just us, Mike? Just just you and me getting poor old Mikey boy out of trouble. 
didn't even know what he was doing in Latvia. I had to rescue him. And then you killed a guy just for looking at you funny, yeah. Something got into me that day, and I guess it never left. Saved our odds, though. What gave it away? I'm sorry, Mike. What gave it away, Michael? I took your goddamn calculator when you were out of the apartment. Your story fell apart. And you can't keep secrets from me too long. I can smell them on you. I should have known. H figured me out, Michael. He brought me to base himself. And he knew that I knew, and he then he just started picking me apart. He said as long as I maintained this iteration that he helped me out. What did he offer you? Edgar. Just Edgar, not Sly, not the rest of it. As long as I could keep a lid on everything. I was weak. Yes, you were. And you know I can't trust you. If you were to get cold feet, you could sell us down the river. I know. I understand. Does Hunter know where you are? No. As far as he knows, I'm in the apartment. This bunker is a Faraday cage, so even if he planted a bug, it wouldn't phone home to him. The hunters don't know where you are. You're still safe here. I'm sorry, Mike. This isn't going to affect you, is it? Nah, I ain't your Michael. He's already long gone. Well, I'm thankful that you'll be okay. Goodbye, Michael. I'm, I'm sorry. If it works, I'll see you back in the good times. See you then, partner. <laughs> Goodbye, Mike. <laughs> so, what was the future like, Mikey? Get to do any sightseeing while you were there? Not really. It all looked like it does now. I guess I did get to see inside of Tier 3, which is... Time put Mike in the red column.
This has been Wobegon. The voice of Marissa Ng was Michelle Kan. You can find her on Twitter at FSWrites. The voice of Ty Betteridge was David Alt. Listen to his podcast, Shadows at the Door, or check out davidalt.co.uk. The voice of Boris was Alexander Batenko. The voice of Chance was Taylor Michaels. You can hear him in the podcast, The Department of Variants of Somewhere, Ohio. The voice of Shadow was William A. Wellman. Check out their podcast, Hello from the Hallowoods, at hellofromthehallowoods.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. And the voice of Anne was Lucille Valentine. Check her out as the voice of Paige on the Silt Verses or in the In Between podcast. That's N-I-N-N. And thanks for playing. I'm not just a Time Lord. I'm the last of the Time Lords. They'll never come back. Not now. Ah, I've got a calculator. Same old life, last of the Time Lords. And they died and took it all with them. The walls of reality closed. The worlds were sealed, gone forever. The Time Lords kept their eye on everything. It's gone now. But they died, the Time Lords. All of them, they died. I'm the last of the Time Lords. Marissa, can you set Charlie up with some instructions, like breaking case of glass? Breaking case of glass? <laughs> Writing this episode was such a fever dream that I wrote, break in case of glass instead of break glass in case of emergency. Marissa, can you set Charlie up with... <laughs> I can't stop thinking about breaking case of glass. Why the fuck are you a... <laughs> Just, why the fuck are you a cowboy, Mike? He told them our names are Chance and Shen. No, I'm doing the Mikey voice. I'm doing the, the annoyed Mikey voice. I could have done better. I don't know why I did that one. I don't think Anne's that much of a little bitch. A little bitch. Okay. Could there be another iteration of you somewhere out there, Michael? Somewhere out there. Beneath the pale blue sky, someone's thinking of you and loving your big bear. <clears throat> Sorry, yes, torture compound. Ah, yes, no, um. Hey, if any of you got a spare tank lying around, I'll... Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Trade it for a couple of grenades. <laughs>